Come in with your shoes. It is the langer and the gowl back in your ear holes to infect them with. This is episode 26. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I should really start writing these intros. Out, no, I, fuck no. It, wing it every time. They are the way they are. Yeah, we're here infecting your ear holes with profanities and comedy and just have a good time. We're going to have a good time for the next hour and 40 minutes approximately. Yeah. I am, as always, the Langer, and joining me, the baddest <laughs> bitch this side of the Lee. It is, of course, my gowl. Your gowl. <laughs> your gowl. Yeah, you're my gowl now. What's your name? Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. It's Stevie Ray Vaughan. The reason I said that is because that's the most recent top tab that Tom has open. Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan. Yeah, he's learning a song, he's I presume. Stevie Ray Vaughan porn. Yeah, um, that's hot. It's episode 26, which means we're halfway... 25. 26. No, 26. Yeah, yes. which means we're halfway to 52. Christ. Which would mean we're going we're going a full the six months now. Yeah. God help all of you. <coughs> I wonder, we're is there anyone out there who's listened to like each and every episode? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Do you feel like people feel they know us better now that they've listened to the podcast? Like, I think so, because the podcasts I listen to... I feel like I know the people. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Mm. And I think we're class. Yeah. Personally. Pretty funny, like. Yeah. I give us a solid, like, you know, two. Two. Three in a good day. On a good day. We've had some, f- we've had some three and a half episodes, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon we have. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Um, I'm good. Do you have anything I to report? I didn't. We haven't done anything. It's like three days ago, four I days know. ago we recorded. Um, we're very busy um, members of Gen Z, like you know what I mean. Yeah, so, like I'm you know, not. I was born in two thousand, like so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, minus <Yeah>. that. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, two thousand. Um, I I think we're just busy at the moment. We are busy, but, but isn't busy still, good? We're still churning out episodes. We are class one after another. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You want us in your room. Do you? Yeah. Tell you know us. What the, the biggest, the biggest, um, I suppose, compliment that I think I get, I don't know about you. Yeah. If people say, I feel like I'm in a room with friends chatting. Yeah. And they end up talking to us. Yeah. I like yeah. that. <laughs> and then getting really upset when we don't respond back. <laughs> We're really sorry. Yeah. You can just send us voice notes. We're going to leave a blank five seconds here for you to contribute to the conversation. So like, how was your day? <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy! Too much information. That's crazy. Um, so, how uh, was your three days? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? It was a friend of mine, and I, I believe. Do you know Chris Courtney? Of course, I know yeah. Chris Courtney. It's Chris Courtney. Happy thirtieth birthday, Chris! His happy birthday, Chris! Wonderful partner Gemma organised the Ballon D bus experience for us. That's class. So what it was unreal. is it, yeah, it was a big double decker bus converted. There's like six beds, a kitchen, couches, a hot tub. Which what? I thoroughly enjoyed. And then they also rented a keg of Guinness at 55. Did you get into the hot tub? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you? Oh, fuck yeah. Class. Um, and then I really want one. So it was a really bad idea for me to get into the Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to donate on coffee, it's uh, <laughs> coffee.com forward slash Langelpod. Uh, what we could do if you want is during the summer we could get <coughs> you a paddling pool from Aldi and then we could fill it with uh, water from the kettle. Would you do that for me? Yeah. You mean you'd burn your skin off, but, it, you know. No, I won't be in it when you're pouring the water in. No, you have to be. Will you stand at the side with a straw then and blow bubbles into it? Yeah, see, you make enough bubbles yourself. 
That, my friends, was a fart joke. Um, <laughs> I actually have a story. Joke. Oh, wait, wait. Before you jump into oh, your story. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, here's me. It's all about John. This is Lauren's <coughs> podcast. Yeah, but I was in the middle of a story, like so. Okay. I slept in my car because <laughs> I snore profusely, so I didn't want to wake up the whole bus. Fair enough. And we were down there. Monday night, and then the party continued Tuesday night because he actually had it for two days, so he wasn't aware, so he couldn't book work off. Oh, I'm sorry. On time. Had a great time. Uh, how was your week, Lauren? It was bad. Nobody was. <laughs> it, was it was a bad that, week. That sounds <laughs> class. I'd love to do that. We should do it sometime. We'd have a listener party. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> putting it up on social media. Do you want to come to this to abandoned D. bus and get it? It's not abandoned. <laughs> no, it's, it's abandoned. I'm sorry. Sorry, Chris, that you're departing. In, you're partly Chris partly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, so um, Tom was telling me over the weekend that he, um, one of the lads was on the Boyle Sports app and he did a slot machine and he won a couple of hundred euro or whatever. Right. So I was sitting there on Sunday evening. I got an email, right? Okay. About 15, 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Check your lotto app, you've won. Oh, do that while we're talking. Four euro. Oh, lousy. So Tom said that anyway, and I was like sitting there on Sunday evening, and I was bored because Tom was in Dublin. So I put five euro on my boy's sports app, and I opened the slot machines. And I was like, this is going to go terribly bad. I have a very addictive personality. Hit the <coughs> slot machine once. Watched it. All these good, happy images were coming up on the screen. And I was like, oh, I've won two euro. Look back, 30 seconds later, <laughs> I had won 450 euro. <laughs> so I cashed the fuck out, sent it over to my bank account and closed my boy sports app. And that was Lauren's weird brush with I gambling. I hate you. I actually have, n- but like you say that, but I've never won anything before. Literally, like I haven't. Like you won the race of life. There's that. You were the fastest swimmer. Yeah, that was a that and was the, probably the last time I yeah, won something. Then you promptly forgot how to swim. Yeah, and f- promptly <laughs> forgot how to walk and exercise. So <laughs> the last exercise I did. You were a fucking sperm. Yeah, that's you were disgusting. An individual sperm. That's disgusting. You haven't swam since you're. No, I'm not going to go on with no. that. One. No, we're not going to finish that. Cut sentence. yourself off. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, John. So that was that happened to me on Sunday. The, you, say, you say it happened to you like you caught something. Yeah, like it was a good thing. Like oh yeah, no, but like I was with my mom and she looked over at me. She was like, "You're really pale. What's wrong?" And I was like, "I think I just won money." And she was like, "Okay." And then I told her how much, and she was like, "Why did you look so upset?" And I was yeah. like, "Because this has to be a scam." Like. It wasn't. The money's in my account. Savage. And my boy sports account is closed. Good. Yeah. But I actually needed that money because I've just loads of stuff on at the moment. So it was a beautiful moment. Congratulations. So I texted Tom and I was like, I told him and I was like, please don't tell anyone. And he <laughs> replied, he was like, I've literally just told everyone I'm in the room with. So I was like, okay. And now you've told all yeah. of our listeners. Yeah. I wasn't going to, but then I was like, do you know what? Okay. I might as well. We don't contone. Gamble no, responsibly. Gamble, don't gamble. Well, unless do gamble it once. Responsibly. Do it once, and then get it over it. You know. Um. So yeah, that was my one thing. I something else I wanted to talk about too. There, no, but it's after slipping my mind. <sighs> no, it's nope, gone. Gone. It's gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I can't go on any longer without finding out about the movie. So I got a text on Sunday. Yep. And it was from Lauren. Yeah. Here, uh, the gal, the bad bitch. <laughs> and she said, I just watched The Green Well. So I actually, I won't lie, I fully didn't think you were going to watch it. I know. I, f- I was waiting for the myriad of excuses to why you couldn't. Yeah. But that, Me too. because, because you're not a movie person. And I, c- no. and I, and I know it's a thing for you to sit down and you have to actually watch the movie. Yeah. So, but... I was thrilled to know you watched it. And I was like, what did you think? And then you text back like, haha, fuck off, wait till the podcast. Exactly. So the story behind this, if anyone (coughs) didn't listen to last week's episode is, I asked John to set me a challenge where every week he gives me a movie to watch, an iconic movie. And then I have to watch it as somebody who's never seen it before. And then see if I think it's like as iconic as everyone has said it was. And give a give a quick s- review. And give synopsis. a review. So yeah. watch your synopsis of the movie. So I'm reviewing a movie that came out in 1999. Yeah. So the year before I was born. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to keep that up. That's fine. Yeah. What? Well, keep what up? Nothing. Because I'm announcing my date of birth, is it? 1st of September 2000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm Gen Z. Look my outfit like. <laughs> so, it was the Green Mile. Okay. First thing that happened to me is I was like, three hours and nine minutes. Fairly hefty. I didn't realise it was that long. That's okay. Tom Hanks is unbelievable. He's such a great actor. Uh, the movie broke my heart multiple times. So, I don't know for anyone who hasn't seen it, the movie is about basically... Uh, spoilers. No, Fuck off. <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah. No, spoil away. It, the movie is fucking... No, no, as in... 23 years old now. If, Fuck if you want to, if you want to write a letter of complaint because I'm spoiling a 23-year-old movie, you know, yeah, fuck, fuck off. off. So, uh, anyway, if the movie is about a prison guard, basically, Tom Hanks plays a prison guard. Who works on death row basically. And it's about the prisoners and their story whatever. So when I say it broke my heart multiple times. Like it was a real sobby time like you know. So do I think it holds up? Do I think it's iconic? Yeah absolutely. Would I watch it again? Absolutely. Do you um, see what I mean about Duncan Clark being a phenomenal oh actor? Oh my god. Like and the twists. Like I, that was not what I was, that's not what I was expecting. But the way they made, there's one of the prison guards in it, Percy. And the way the film makes you hate that guy is something else. Like, and it was really weird because like, they did like put him in a padded room in a straitjacket and cover his mouth. And because I have asthma, I turned around to my mum. I was like, I know I am such a fucked up person, but it's like, I actually feel sorry for him and I don't know why. And my mum was like, that's because his mouth is covered. And if your mouth was covered like that, you wouldn't be able to breathe. And it's like, all right, okay. But all in all, absolutely. I would actually give it a five out of five. And that's w- honest truth. The one part of the movie, I'm, gl- I'm glad you liked it. I really am. Yeah. One part of the movie I want to know because you are a rodent phobe. Yeah. But when that man's mouse got killed. What was the first what was the first text I sent you that um, day? I text John and I said, I'm watching the Green Mile, too much mouse. And this was 
this was just one scene of my of of, of the mouse. But and like when that the second prisoner was killed, so like when he was, you know, when they put him on the electric chair, like even though like they never actually I don't think I can't remember, but I don't think they went into like why he was on death row. Um that broke me. Um and the fact that just before they hit the button or whatever, they you're that fucking prick of a or that prick of a prison guard told him that Mouseville didn't exist. I was like, <laughs> and like you know, I love animals. Like you know, I, it's not I'm not a mouse person, obviously, but like you know, I can see the bond between. It was sad, like because oh, he obviously sad. wasn't the full shilling. Like it was very sad. And the dry sponge. Oh, oh lads. Actually, to be honest with you, I did actually have to get up and walk out of the room for that scene. It just, I'm just not. It's, har- it's hard watching. It is. It is. It's harrowing, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize it was Stephen King. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That's, I think that's where the element of him being able to like take the pain away from people. You know, he was able to like take their pain yeah. and turn it into flies or something. I don't know what yeah. it was. Yeah, I was like, why is your man spitting bees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the ending was class. Um... So Tom Hanks will never die. There you go. I'm glad you liked it. And do you have an idea now of what you're going to set me, what challenge you're going to set me for this? So week? I, ha- I had two movies. Depending, I actually didn't think you'd like it that much. Okay. But I think no, it, I, I thought it. it was a great baseline movie. Okay. Um, have you seen Ghostbusters? No. We're going totally different with this now. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not. It was. I'm not going to throw the Shawshank at you yet. Okay. Because that is a phenomenal movie. Okay. But if you haven't seen Ghostbusters, that is another iconic movie from the 90s, 80s, I think. 80s. I don't know why I know that, but yeah, Ghostbusters. Um, but it is a great movie, and I think it's a bit funnier and a bit lighter. So we'll give you an easier week. Okay. Of, yeah, of, 1984. Of yeah. What a great movie, though. Okay. Some of the jokes stand up. Some of the jokes might not. Literally don't. Okay. But Dan Aykroyd is in it, and uh, what that guy, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Harold oh. Ramis. <coughs> Rami Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. I'm not going to call it the whole no, cast because that would be very annoying for everyone. So this is this is a movie in opposite direction now. So I'm going to see where the, where you land on this one. Okay, class. It's not as long either. I doubt it. Okay. Film was expensive as balls back then. Yeah. Uh, let me see. It doesn't actually say how long it is. Runtime. Runtime. Two Um. Maybe if I just type in runtime, maybe that'll help. Yeah. One hour and 45 minutes. There you okay, go. reasonable. Nice and easy. Much more reasonable. <laughs> there is there is a Ghostbusters 2. I don't expect you to watch it. Okay. Just watch the Ghostbusters 1, the original okay. Ghostbusters. Okay. okay. Um, and so it was actually really nice watching the Green Mile because I watched it with my mum. And I can't remember the last time I sat down and watched a film with my mother because, you know. That's why you haven't seen any movies. Yeah. I loved Bratz dolls and Westlife. So, so you're giving the Green Mile a 5 out of 5? Five. 5 out of 5. I'm so happy. And it is class. And anyone who hasn't seen it, I've just ruined the whole fucking thing anyway. Fuck them. So. <laughs> Fuck them. Were you nagging during it or were you just kind of a bit No, I was, I was in an awful way. And I really did have an existential crisis after it. I was thinking an awful lot about how, like, if you were wrongly accused of something. It's just so heartbreaking because, like, he literally didn't do anything. He was trying to actually save the girls. And as a result of it, like, it really did break me because I was like, he's so innocent and lovely. 
you know. John Coffee. Oh like my the God. drink only spelled Oh, different. stop. I actually can't. Yeah. Um, because, like, do you know, when they were talking about the fact your man had a urinary tract infection for the whole time, I was like, okay, like, get over it. You have a fucking UTI, like, all right. <laughs> and then sitting on the cold floor, all right, like. Yeah, yeah. Pissing into the fucking... What, and then they, the only thing is I was like, when he fucking grabbed him and put his hand over his willy, I was like, excuse me. Did I just say willy out loud? Um, Duncan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you dropping the paw? <laughs> and what a paw to be dropped. I'm I know, fucking, fucking what are you going to do like? Wow. Yeah. Um, I think this is my favourite segment you've ever come to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm actually enjoying it, but it, it is actually giving me an opportunity to watch. And you know what? Because obviously the nature of Tom's work, he's gone like most of the weekend. So it, I know, it makes it sound like he's like, I don't know, <laughs> doing... Desert Storm or something. He's a, he's a musician. We've told everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, he's gone most of the weekend. So it is actually nice to like be like, okay, I have to watch this. Because otherwise, I potentially sit there watching TikToks for like five hours, you know. There's only so many people putting on Flawless Filter by Charlotte Tilbury that I can watch. You know what I mean? I think I'm happy with Ghostbusters as a second choice. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit different, a bit shorter, a bit lighthearted. Yeah. What's it about? Uh, so <laughs> it's, uh, it's a rom-com. Uh, it's about a notebook, right? <laughs> oh, so we discussed this off air, and you were like, "Is there any movies you want me to watch?" And I yeah. was like, "I don't think I can get you to sit through all the Hillary Duff movies." You could. Would you actually do if it if you were willing to sit there and watch movies that I throw at you? I would be willing to watch movies you throw at me. Okay, so like, there's all the early two thousands teen movies. Okay. There's a lot of them. I watched the Twilight Saga recently, I told you. I haven't watched that yet myself. I watched all the Twilight Nim movies. Nim and I were meant to watch it when we were down, she was down, but we just didn't get a chance. So if you want to give me movies to watch that I might not have seen, but be prepared for me to turn around and say, seen it, because... Yeah, I know, you're... Yeah. And actually, get, we let, let's get the audience involved. So, obviously, there are the iconic movies. Yeah, okay, so I want movies to tell Lauren, do not... Say Shawshank Shawshank will come up At the appropriate time I will put it in there yep. But I want other suggestions Iconic movies That uh, Okay Here's the thing If it's an iconic movie And it didn't star Hilary Duff Lauren hasn't seen it So just <laughs> Just send them in And I'll go through That's such a them. fact I'm such a dickhead Aren't I um, You see that This is the weird thing about me I'm like I wouldn't like that But then You made me watch The Dark Knight A couple of years ago You came over to my house And you were like I have it no, actually, you went down to YouTube and you bought it and you were like, let's watch it. And that's like three hours long, isn't it? It's a long movie, yeah, yeah. But I watched it and I loved it. Do By the way, Marty Whelan is 65. That's on my screen for some reason. Thank God, Marty. I'm delighted for you. He has the bus pass now and also. Yeah, he didn't need it for fucking... <sighs> Maybe he does. You never know. Um, the he Dark Knight was two hours and 32 minutes. Yeah. So a long movie. Yeah. So, but when you made, when not when you made me, but but then the Joker came out shortly after that, and I actually really loved. I went to the cinema to see that. Yeah. So maybe I am not as uncultured as I possibly think I am. No, and it it really does surprise me that like most movies that you're kind of like there, you you enjoy a movie like I do. Yeah, but you see, I have a very short attention span. Yeah. So like the fact that I have a goal watching these movies kind of helps. You know what I mean. That I can't go back to the podcast and be like... I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. You'd be like, okay, well, that's your segment that you came up with. Yeah. And you're not doing it. So if you, wanna, if you want to give me a movie... Okay. I will watch it. So y- you will watch a movie that I s- suggest yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. I want you to watch 
A Cinderella story. Seen it. Starring Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. God's honest truth. Swear yep. down. Yep. Okay. Well, in that case, I want you to watch 13 going on 30. Seen it. What the fuck? Excuse me. So maybe... Mark Ruffalo. Yep. Jennifer... No, what's her name? It is Jennifer... Jennifer something. And... Um, I just opened Netflix and it Who else in that movie is um, Andy Serkis, who's one of my favourite actors of all time. Andy Serkis. He played Gollum in Lord of the Rings. He also played King Kong in the Jack Black King yes, Kong remake. Yes, 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 And he yes, plays yes. Caesar in all the Planet of the Apes movies. Imagine if I turned around, you know, and I was like, I want you to watch School of Rock. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay, let me think. I've seen musicals. Girls. Yeah, I'll do musicals. I've seen Sweeney Todd. Watch Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom. That's yeah. on Netflix, though, isn't that it? That has Andrew Garfield in it. Uh, somebody asked me to watch that recently I didn't So yeah they'll be yep. delighted too Craig Craig asked me to watch it class. He said it was class yeah. It's really really good yeah. So my movie for the week is Tick Tick Boom And my movie is Ghostbusters Ghostbusters Tick How do you spell Tick? T-I-C-K T-H-I-C-C-C-C-C That's me Thick Thick It's Thick 30 Thick 30 Yes that is the Lizzo song So Tick Tick Boom is for me Perfect yep Absolutely delighted So the last time we were recording, I talked about the album that Rowan were releasing. Yes. So I hadn't heard it yet. Mm-hmm. John, unbelievable. I haven't turned it off in the car since. Class. Yeah. And I know, obviously, when you're friends with people, you know. No. <laughs> it's not. No. Y- maybe, maybe for you, because you are, not even arguably, I was going to say arguably, you are more polite than I am. <laughs> And if I don't like something, I don't listen to it. No. I wouldn't be the kind to blow smoke and say this is class when it's not. The album is unreal. And obviously I know there's probably a huge overlap with Rowan fans and listeners to this podcast. But if anyone is just finished this podcast, I'm watching you. Um, But if anyone is driving around and they want to just listen to some fucking class music, I really, really do think these lads are going to be. Have you asked them to come on yet? Okay. Yeah, don't worry, it's in the pipeline. Nice. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Nice. nice. <laughs> I really like them come on nice. <laughs> so just, yeah, I just really feel these lads are going to be a big success. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I um, called over to oh, yes. their house one time. Said their house. I called it to a house that they were staying in. They were yeah. all there. And I was like baiting on the window because... In this house they're living in, if they don't answer the door, there's a likelihood they're all, like, someone's on the couch that didn't hear it watching TV. And I was, like, banging on the window. Mm-hmm. And then the drummer, Fionn, came out and was like, oh, yeah, we're just on a, a Skype gig to, like, a music producer. And I was like, oh, fuck, sorry. Like, bit. Bye. And he was like, no, you were actually banging on the window in beat with the song. <laughs> so it was fine. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you tore their music career apart. Yeah, I'm the reason they're going to... Not be successful. Any, any success they don't get, it's my fault. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thanks, John. Thanks, but Obama. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, knock on the window. When, uh, like <laughs> you sound more like that Tommy Cooper. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Cooper, Cooper is. Oh. You know the guy who wears the hat, the comedian. You'd know him, right? Okay. Yeah. Have you got a topic? I do. I also have a topic. Okay. Do you want to flip a coin or something? You go first. Or would you rather I go first? No. 
happy to go first. Mine's way more philosophical than yours, I'm going to assume. Okay. Yeah, I'll go first when we're on a buzz. So, so to the listener, <laughs> what actually happens... Listener. Listener. What actually happens now in the podcast... So when we started off initially, we used to sit down and we would discuss like what we were going to talk about on the podcast. But now what we do is we go off and we do our own little research and... Then we come to the podcast, and the first time that either of us hear the topic is when we started on it. And I feel like it gives us a good edge, because I feel if you get a, too much of a chance to think about something, you're just, you know, I just don't think you get it. You know what I mean? It's not as buzzy. I actually have two topics. Oh, I'm buzzing now. But one's a mini topic. Okay, I'm So on. we'll do it after yours. We'll do the first one first. Okay, let's go. This actually came up two or three podcasts ago. Okay. And I was so gripped by it. That I went down a bit of a rabbit hole. Okay. And I had to find out what happened to pimp my ride. <gasps> so you actually did the research that yeah. I was meant to do. Yeah. 10 out of 10. So first of all, the question everyone's wondering is what happened to Exhibit? I assume he's still knocking around the place. He's a marijuana mogul. Oh. So he just grows and sells marijuana now. Legally though. Fair play to him. But what happened to the cars? So... Okay. Uh, basically, from what I can gather, a lot of people were happy with the cars. Were. Because they were poor students. Okay. And it also didn't happen quite like they made it out in the show. Okay. So they didn't go and and, and ask what people were into. Like, Joe, you know that means, like, I heard you like horses, so I put, put horses horse on your horses, horses on your horses. Yeah. They actually just modified the car and then afterwards tied in, like, some interest that people may have had to it. Okay. But... And and the value of the cars did go up. So right. poor students were often able to sell their cars. As seen on Pimp My Ride. Yeah, so they what they did is they mostly gave the cars facelifts, which means cosmetic modifications to the cars. Yeah. Because going at the engine is too expensive and exhibit is obviously fucking broke or something. Yeah. Um, West Coast Customs. They were real people, but they were given directions. They were told, like, how to react and all this shit. Okay. Um... Exhibit actually did hang out with them for the day, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, he would. All the contestants said they had a great rapport with him, and he got they basically got to chill with Exhibit for a while. They were fucking mangling their cars, <laughs> and all the houses were fake. There's an inside scoop. So if they ever showed anyone's house, yeah, or the car pulling into their driveway and their friends reacting, all fake houses always. That's fucking mad. Um, a lot of the customizations they did were illegal. So the cars were then not roadworthy <laughs> as soon as they were done up. So it says in, in my research, many of the modifications done to the cars were illegal and would have uh, made several of the cars undrivable on American streets, especially anything that exterior lights or anything that affected the car's seatbelt mechanics. So sometimes they'd have it that you open the door and the seatbelt moves forward. Yeah. And then when, when it moves back, it's tied. Illegal. <laughs> Because it's just a little piece of plastic on a rail at that point, and if you crash, it'll break. Okay. Um, so, yeah, some people had to just sell their cars as showpieces immediately after they were done. And some contestants allege that they were emotionally abused by Pimp My Ride. By the producers, like. So mm. I'll read out the little piece here. While most guests were happy with their time on the show, one former fan has been quite vocal with the pain the show caused him and his family. 
Seth Martino, who was on season four, alleged he was emotionally abused by the producers and forced into embarrassing his own grandmother. The car was disgusting. An undrivable monster that was littered with cigarettes from Martino's cigarette-addled grandmother. According to Martino, he was forced into presenting that as his backstory. And the cigarettes were actually added to his car afterwards by producers. And his grandmother grandmother doesn't even smoke. Oh my god. (laughs) Um... So he was basically made to slander his grandmother on TV and that wasn't even true. I sure look, we've all been there. Yeah, Jesus. Hi, Nan. Um, And then I also have this list of things, crazy things that were put into people's cars. Okay. So it's been so long since I watched this now that I'm actually so excited. The first one blew me away. Okay, so the first crazy thing they installed in someone's car was a CAT scan machine. Machine. Like as in so you can lie down in the car. A CT machine. Yeah, a cat scan. Get a cat scan in the back of your car. So don't you have to have dye put through you f- to use the cat scan machine? Yep. Right. Okay. They installed the cat man, the cat machine into a 1984 Ford Victoria. Oh, sure. Yes, of course. <laughs> Who doesn't need that? The next thing uh, crazy they installed was a barbecue coffin. So it was a horse-shaped car, and you pull out this big coffin. <laughs> and lift it up and inside there's purple velvet and a spatula and a fork and a tongs and you can grill stuff on the barbecue. Okay. Is that all coffin. powered by the engine? Coal. Right. Obviously. Do you see where the flaw is there a little bit? A little bit. Small bit. Um, mud flaps <laughs> with little TVs on them. Why? So the mud flaps at the back of the car when you're driving along had TVs on them pointing backwards. So presumably the people behind you, if they had exceptional eyesight... Could watch season 10 of Friends. On the back of your car, on Class. the mud flap. Specifically season season uh, season Friends of 10. Yeah, there you go. Season Friends of 10. Always a good choice. A chocolate fountain. <laughs> Who's refilling that? Like, is the exhibit like, coming over every 15 weeks? But what if you just braked hard? And then the inside of your car looks like a fucking... Yeah. Like someone explosive diarrhea all over the inside of it. Been there. Um, the Sistine Chapel roof. Sink. No, I don't know if it was the actual. <laughs> they got him back. Um, a yoga studio. Of course. Like, yeah. for anyone who hasn't seen Pit My Ride, this is so on brand. So on brand. It's LA, I suppose, as well. Um, a juicer. Okay, a juicer's not that mental, isn't it? Like, it isn't. But the picture here looks like. The inside wall of every jump juice. So, fuck's <laughs> sake! Did they do crepes as well? Fuck loads of veg and a big juicer thing with a handle on it, like <laughs> a fireplace. Okay, a fucking fireplace. This one, okay. This one, I'm on board with. Okay, a popcorn popper. Okay. Pack up, make some fucking popcorn, drive on. You can also just go to the garage on the straight road. Yeah, or any cinema. A fish tank. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, didn't all the fish die or something? They put two fish in a fish tank in the centre console. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but it had to be sealed because the water couldn't slosh around. And then they put a straw in so the air could oxygenate itself. But no way of cleaning or filtering the water. Oh, God, love us. So, uh, presumably after about six or seven hours, there was just two dead fish floating around inside your man's car. Peter, we're not happy about that, I'd say. A hot tub. 
Okay. Terrible idea, even though I just said I wanted one. Yeah, um, but you also didn't, like, say that you wanted your Kia seeds to have a hot tub in it. Like, you know what I mean? That's true. That's true. I don't, if anyone is. Uh, a tube message delivery system. So, do you know in supermarkets, they've got those pneumatic tubes and you put the 50s in a tube and stick it in and it sucks it up. Yeah. But it just went from the front to the back of the car. Yeah. So rather than turning around and saying, hey, do you mind putting on your seatbelt? You'd have to write a message out, seal it in a tube, stick it in. It gets sucked up into the back of the car and they have to open the tube and unroll the message. Yeah. I don't understand Look, it. this was the time before iPhones, so. Um, a satellite dish. Yeah. For Sky. So you can watch the Liverpool Man City game. A flamethrower. Of course. Why wouldn't you want a flamethrower? A pool table slash fog machine. Okay, of course. A fog machine is a very functional thing for driving a car. Um, And the last one here is uh, a jewellery making station. Of course. Because when you're going 120 mm-hmm. kilometres on the, uh, the motorway... You want beads rolling around in your car. The first thing you want if you're a passenger is to try and thread a bead. Absolutely. Like... John, you're acting like, oh, these things are off the wall, like... Yeah, do you know what? There's a bang of Celtic boom off that whole show. There is, yeah. The whole fucking show. Yeah. Society is crumbling, lads, because we don't have Pimp My Ride anymore. Some of the most, no, the more non-fucking mad things it is, just give someone a trailer with a jet ski on it. It's like, that's fine, yeah, do that. Like, they installed a tow bar and put a jet ski on a trailer and gave it to them. See, that grand. makes more sense. It ran for six seasons. It was outrageous. Um, it ran from March 2004 to December 2007. How, like... Fucking and mad. then the boom ha- And then the fucking recession happened Yeah then the fucking recession happened There you go Economic the, downturn The show was actually pulled Due to Dipping Viewership numbers And economic impact Yeah that would make sense Alright And scandals coming out that they I remember there was an, like a Made fuck. someone's grandmother Take up smoking There you go I was watching a I was reading an Ask Reddit about it once it was like, any participants on Pimp My Ride, can you talk about your experience? And like, there was lads just saying that they'd be driving down the road and their car would just catch fire. Like, yeah. Because there was just too much going on in the car in general. Like, There's a very famous video of, of a couple and smoke literally started pluming and they got out and walked. The, like they said they were five or six steps away and the whole car was absolutely engulfed in flames. And you're just sitting there thinking, that's not ideal. Like, is No, it? it's not. That's uh, why we have the, do you know what? The NCT came in around that time, didn't it? That happened to me before. It did, and so that car was new, like... Yeah, I was driving along, I had a... I'm not going to... Yeah, well, fuck it. I was I driving a Dacia Duster, it was new at the time. And I drove from Ballincollig as far as Bishopstown, and when I stopped at a traffic light, there was white smoke pluming out of the bonnet. Did I tell this story before? I don't think I did. And I was like, that's not ideal. No. So I pulled into an estate. Yeah. Probably might happen to live there. Pulled up beside his house. Turned off the car, got out. At the time, seemed like the best thing to do was throw water in on top of the smoke. Mm-hmm. Cold water on a hot engine is not ideal, but I was only driving for 10, 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I have roadside assist. Okay. And I am at a roadside yeah. and I need assistance because yep. cars and smoke. Mm-hmm. So this absolutely mental... <laughs> South African man okay. showed up and I knew he was mental because he was wearing dungarees under overalls, but the overalls were pulled down and tied around his waist 
And he was also wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> and he popped the bonnet and was like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. He's like, oh, I know exactly what this is. I know exactly <laughs> what this is. It's a Tesco plastic bag has gotten into your engine. A Tesco plastic bag. What? And me and my buddy were like, okay, first of all, there's no plastic. And second of all, why is it so specifically Tesco. a Tesco plastic Not bag? Not Aldi. No. Not M&S. No. Tesco. Tesco. And I was like, oh, I don't remember hitting a bag. And he's like, no, nah, I'm telling you now, it's a Tesco plastic bag. And I was like, okay. What the fuck? You're the mechanic, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he got uh, a pipe okay. out of his um, <laughs> tow truck thing and just started... Kicking the shit out of my engine with it. He was like smacking the starter motor and like telling me to turn the key. It wasn't working. Uh, Spoiler alert. Um, He was just (laughs) beating the shit out of my car. And I was like, I was standing there because it was a new car as well. And like when you get a dent on the outside of your car, you're a bit like, oh. When someone is swinging a pipe at the internal piece of your car. And also, by the way, that car was like, you only had that car like six months, so it was still in warranty. The car was so less like, than a year old. Yeah, yeah, so like, if there was a situation where you had to bring it back to the garage to like say, this thing is goosed, change it. And then one of their mechanics opened your bonnet and saw that there was just Pipe chunks taken out of your fucking engine. Yeah. They would be like, you obviously did this. You're not, we're not helping you like. So, so... I, I was hoping that's where the story would end, but I was there and it didn't. Then he was like, "Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it with this piece of machinery I have here. It's like a battery that you hook onto your battery and it starts your car for you." That does not sound safe. No, like they're for jumping your car. Like I know, but packs. it doesn't sound safe if there was smoke coming out of the car. Like, well, my first thought was, why didn't you start with that <laughs> instead of fucking yeah. kicking the shit out? Instead of using the pipe, uh, like, and. This pipe didn't look like it was used for anything you could use to fix a car. Like, this pipe looked like he had to have brought this from home. Okay. Just to hit my car with this it. This wasn't part of his training, like. No. <laughs> this wasn't a... You don't go into a mechanic shop and on the wall, you well, there's their trusty pipe. Every mechanic has that pipe. No. This was a piece of pipe That's he brought with him. That's what call it, the mechanic's pipe. And he said, right, give me the keys. And so the bonnet was up, right? And I don't know if anyone here does or doesn't drive, but usually when the bonnet's up, it's covering the entire windscreen. Yeah, you can't see. Yeah. And then he hooked up the battery thing, put it, tucked it in between some two parts of the engine. Okay. Left off the handbrake and just started rolling down the hill. Fuck's sake. Towards a family of people who were getting into a car at the bottom of the hill because they were, and one of them was wearing a communion dress. I presume it was their communion. Yeah. And next thing, they look up the hill and there's a car with a bonnet open, a jeep with a bonnet open, rolling towards them. Oh, my God. I was like, this is the most... Terrifying. Yeah. And then I heard the start. And they waited a couple of seconds, there was no smoke. And I was like, right. And he turned it off. Turned it back on, wouldn't work. So it was the starter motor. We diagnosed it. Okay. So what happened is the starter motor engaged and didn't disengage. So okay. it stayed engaged for the drive. That's why the smoke. Got it started again with the battery pack thing. Funnily enough, didn't use the pipe again. Okay. Okay, the pipe. Did the pipe exit the story at this point? Yeah, he put the pipe back in his fucking... Truck. Hillbilly truck. Um, And then he said to me, All right, I'm light. 
So what I need you to do is drive your car back to the Kiris, is it? I was like, Kiris, yeah. Drive it there and park it outside and tell them I towed it to them. Tell them I towed it. What? Yeah. And I was like, what? He's like, tell them I towed it. I'm late, so I don't have time. It started now. Drive it there. Don't turn off the engine. Don't cut out. Drive it to Kiris and tell them I towed it there for you. What did you do? So I had no choice but to listen to the man. Mm. And as I was driving towards Kiris, I was sitting there thinking to myself, literally the entire front of that building is glass. It is, yeah. And they're going to see me yeah. drive this car in. Yeah, and then say it was towed, and they're going to think you're off your game. And they're going to, yeah, they're going to famously not see it on a tow truck. Yeah. So I drove there and parked it, and I went inside, and they were like, hi, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, there's an issue in my car. And the crazy man told me to tell you he <laughs> towed it here. But I actually drove it. Yeah, so basically he could charge them for towing it there. If okay. he told it there, but I blew his cover immediately. So did you think he got charged for baiting the engine with a stick? I reckon he got his call out fee, but he definitely didn't get his toll fee. He got fee. paid, I mean, yeah, sorry. Um, And then, yeah, they fixed it and that was fine. But that was my whole ass ordeal. Yeah, I actually like had a similar thing happen last year where I was collecting my friend's kid from school and we... uh. They wanted McDonald's and obviously in Balancholic there's a McDonald's but the queue was really bit long for it. And I was like, Era, do you know what? We're out anyway. Let's go for a spin. So I went to Douglas to the McDonald's there and we were in the queue. Bear in mind now we had, I had Tom in the front seat. I had the kid in the back seat and Teddy. And it was, I was after getting stuck in traffic the whole way down. So that was grand. The whole way down we're kind of bumper to bumper and I was like, great, okay. Where's my jumper? Exactly. So got into the, the drive through there anyway and it was really busy. So I was back out by East Village. So, you know, as you go to turn left in to McDonald's, I was stuck along the road there. So we were sitting there anyway, chatting away, radio on. That was all well and good. And next thing, Tom just very, very calmly, as Tom does in any situation where there could be danger, he just said, Lauren, there's smoke coming out of your bonnet. And I said, okay, everybody out of the car. So I got, the three of them went out of the car. And luckily at the time, somebody had just pulled out from one of the parallel parking spaces right there. So I was able to just pull into that. But when you see smoke coming out of your engine, out of your bonnet, you you fucking shit it. Like, so. Yours was after the Douglas fire as well. (laughs) It's just, yeah, well, probably like two years. But at the same time, I was like, oh. I'm going to get rid of Ronald's house and it's going to be bad. So anyway, that was grand. It was like the, a Friday of a bank holiday. So I was like, right, I'm actually screwed here because it was about four o'clock at this stage. So I rang roadside assistance and they sent a guy down. That was grand. He was actually normal enough. He, he wasn't unhinged anyway, my, no. my fella. And the roadside assistance guys on the phone were really, really nice. So I rang them up and I was like, hey, um... Look, I don't have a car. Like, what's my situation? They were like, it's nearly five o'clock on a Friday. We don't know what we're going to be able to do, but leave it with me. So he rang Enterprise and the guy in Enterprise was like, no, no, we'll stay the extra 10 minutes it takes her to get here. So I was in Douglas. So I was like, great. I just like, 
what am I going to do? So I looked across the road and there was a taxi there. So I got into the taxi. Sorry, John, but you weren't around. And he you didn't fucking call me, did you? Well, it was it was time sensitive. So if you were like, oh, I'm in Mallow, I'll be with you there in a minute. I would have been like, oh, fuck. So got the taxi up anyway. Got it all reimbursed or whatever. The guy waited. For some fucking reason, that day, I left my wallet at home. Because I was using Apple Pay. So when I got to Enterprise, he was like, can I get your driver's license and a card to secure the booking? And I was like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> That's what Lauren's internal voice sounds like. Oh, shit. I've forgotten me wallet at home. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That's what I sound like in my head, actually. That's incredible yeah. that you know that. I think I might go for a walk later. <laughs> oh, shit. I've forgotten my wallet at home. <laughs> I better go back home and get it. That's kind of creepy. I don't like it. That's okay. <laughs> but anyway, whenever it came over me, I was like, I actually think my credit card is in my bag for some reason. So I put my hand into my bag and my credit card was there. I was like, oh, thank God. Haunted. Haunted, you know. Haunted, Haunted. And then I was like, fuck, I actually have a copy of my driver's license on, because I always, I scan it for things, you know, when people are looking for it. Haunted. Haunted. So he took a copy of oh, my driver's copy. license and he used my credit card so I was able to get the car. But I have to say, I was, I'm with... Who am I with? Liberty. And they Same were fucking things. brilliant. They were brilliant. They gave me a courtesy car for three days. But anyway, the worst part of the whole thing was I rang where the car was towed to on Saturday. And I was like, come here, my car is up there. Can I see like what the story is? Like how far along is it? And like what needs to be fixed? And your mum was like, oh girl, we're not going to get your car for about three weeks. So I was like, uh okay thanks for letting me know that's fantastic so i said my mechanic is on carry pike no where's go to that fella no it's along where stefan nafe is there tremor road Road. my mechanic is there in tremor road so i was like how much will it cost to get a tow there he was like 270 euro from near the airport so literally down the road so he's like okay leave it with me here I was in my head, I was like, for fuck's sake, don't go, I have to pay 270 euro to get my fucking car towed from this place to this place. So I rang my mechanic and he was like, don't worry about it, girl, I have a trailer, I'll go up and get it. He didn't charge me a cent for it. He went up, he got my car, he fixed it. The radiator had gone in it. So it was a big job, like, and you lose a lot of mass in your car do, yeah. when something big goes in it. That's why I got rid of that. Yeah. I just... Oh. You it, know, it taints it for you, like it does. I I don't like have as much trust as they had. Now, in all fairness, I bought that car in two thousand and seventeen, in November in two thousand and seventeen, and I bought it. There was twenty thousand kilometers on it, and it's now less than four years later, and I hit ninety two thousand kilometers on it recently. So I have put a lot of mileage on it since I got and it. And it hasn't given you a whole deal no. of trouble. Like. No, 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 no. There was only a, one other time. You got a flat tire one time. I've never had a flat tire that I've been stuck on the side of the road. No. Actually, my check tire pressure thing's on at the moment. I must go to a garage. Forget about it. Forget about it. Just leave it happen. Yeah, I will. Just reset the tire pressure. Oh, yeah. Last year when I got my car serviced, your man came out my mechanic and he was like, here. He's like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to embarrass you here now. But he was like, I have to show you from a safety perspective. And he brought out my brake pad and a new brake pad. And he was like... John, you'll have to, you'll visually describe it for the for the customers, for the Lauren listeners. Lauren holds up her left hand. Her he was brake like, pad is in it. He was like, this is what your brake pad looks like. It is about two to three millimeters thick. 
And he's like, and this is what it's supposed to look like. Lauren holds up her right hand, which is supposed to um, be representative of the new brake pad. It's approximately an inch and a half thick. Yeah. He was like, how didn't you hear it screeching? And I was like, oh, well, to be honest with you, I just turn up the radio when I'm driving. <laughs> I tell you what now, right? I can't even give out because my brakes at the moment are wailing at me. Yeah. But I just don't have the time or, the or funds. money to yeah. go get in place. And I'm like, the car still stops. It's fine. Yeah. But I, I was like... Yeah, so that I I feel like I'm not great with having a car. Like, remember, I don't know if I told the NCT story, but around the time I got, like, two days before the wedding, I brought the car to get the NCT. And I was like, it's your uh, tracking. So I went and got the tracking done. Way back in episode three, girl. Yeah, and then I came back and they were like, no, it's the rack and pinion. Yeah. And I was like, what's... That sounds like a bone in your ear. What is that? That sounds like Phineas and Ferb. What is it? (laughs) Who are rack and pinion? Who's Phineas and Ferb? Why are they in my car? Sorry, you, so need, you need to get your uh, fairly godparents there checked out. They're a bit, uh, <laughs> bit on the low side. Get your Zoe 101 look yeah, there. Yeah, you need to get your fucking Lizzie McGuire topped up. <laughs> and a bit of that so raven in the windscreen wipers. I see, I always like, I, I I found this one mechanic now that I think is just, I, I trust him completely. So, but I, I've had situations before where the mechanic has just been like, oh, you need a, like you'll have the oil and filter done about two weeks. And he's like, oh, I'd say you need to do your, get your oil and filter done. You're like, no, thank you. I don't want to pay you seven hundred euro, you freak. Never tell it happened to my sister's car. No, she had a Skoda Fabia, and uh, she fucking probably killing me for telling me this. Now, but uh, <laughs> do you want to think? There's about multiple it? reasons why she'll kill me for telling you this, uh, for telling this story. But I'm going to do it anyway. So she was driving along a country road, and you know when you're not really familiar with a country road, you don't know when the dips and the and the bumps are like. Was it taking her home? It was. To the place. Where she belongs. Yeah. Balancolic. <laughs> so she was driving along and it was a really rainy day and it was like a, a long puddle. Yeah. And as she drove into the puddle, the water started to rise and rise and rise. And it actually turned out that it wasn't a puddle. It was like a little mini lake. That the water, the, the road dipped so much and went back up and there was nowhere for the water to go. So it literally turned into like oh a huge puddle. It looked like the road was flat, God. but it was a puddle. So she drove into the puddle and the water came up above about the height of the seat in the car. Oh, my God. And the car cut out because, obviously, it flooded itself. And so she was stuck in the middle. So I'd say she was about 50 metres into the puddle and there was another 50 metres beyond her. Oh, God, help us. So a tractor had to come along and she had to climb into the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have to climb into the bucket, did she? She had to climb into the I'm bucket so sorry, out the window Steph. and get rescued from the puddle. The, I say a puddle, the lake. Not her fault, but the car was ruined. So her saving grace is that when it cut out, she didn't try and start it again because that would have sucked thing. water in and flooded yeah. it. So she got onto a mechanic uh, out by us called Sebastian, was his name. Okay. Don't know what the name of the business is, I just know his name. Your man took. The whole fucking car apart. I'd say there wasn't a fucking... Like a Nokia 3310. Yeah, there wasn't a screw left. Dried the entirety of it. The seats, the fucking carpet, the interior, the engine. Cut all the water out. One second there now. (coughs) That actually sounds like a miracle, like... Put it back together. And put in the oil and put in diesel and let it drive it more... And the car started. Oh my God. An I'd angel. Say, I'd say he charged her about 13 euro. 
Like it was ridiculously cheap for what he did. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It obviously wasn't thirteen euro. But yeah. And then she just promptly sold it because <laughs> it was definitely going to give her issues. Oh my money. god! <laughs> feel like, like I'm on rogue traders or something. Yeah, if I get Joe's New Orleans cars, yeah. oh my god! So uh, yeah, absolutely rescued the car, and he did it for such a good price. And uh, like when I saw the car in the puddle, She's you could ghost. only see the top. Like you could only see the fucking windows up. Like, oh and I was god. like, this car is never. Gonna go on the road again, That's and this nightmare. magician Sebastian put it back together. I can't like I know the whole story, and I know it's like really horrible that that happened to you. But putting her in the bucket is probably yeah. one of the funniest things I've so ever she's heard. She's gonna I'm kill so me because of that bit because she had to climb into the bucket of a tractor. I wonder what it's like getting into the bucket of a tractor. I'll ask her. I'll ask her. <laughs> get her to send me. a voice yeah. note. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. She's going to kill me for probably because whoever bought the car, I don't know, chance they're listening. Tarns, they know you're going to be like, do you remember that part I was talking about? Would you take that out? Yeah, it was actually a Mazda. Yeah. She had a Mazda. 323. Three, yeah. The reg was... 07C. 4414. 4414. Yeah. So if you have that purple Mazda, fuck it. So if you were on Pimp My Ride, yeah. right? So the producers of Pimp My Ride have decided that they're going to use um, Noel DC's in Blackpool, right? And they're going <laughs> to they're going to have uh, Dermot Kennedy, right, as the exhibit figure, right? Do you mean Dermot Bannon? No, Kennedy. Okay. And <laughs> obviously, <laughs> right? What are you talking about, Dermot Bannon? Dermot Bannon, am I okay today? Like, so the producers come to you. They're like, Yeah, your Kia Seed is here. We're going to bring you to Noel DC's. <laughs> what you want in it. Right. So can I start with the outside? It has to be outrageous and yes. So I'm going to get a painted cosmic. So like purple and and black and it changes yes. and it's a bit sparkly, kind of like a starry night. Cosmic paint. Stunning. Not one colour. Cosmic. Stunning. Cosmic. <laughs> I'm going to get big bull bars on it. Okay. I want them to take out the dividing pillar between the passenger windows and the rear window so it looks even more like a hearse <laughs> okay. than it currently does. Okay. Um, I want them to put a bed in the back. That would actually be really helpful for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Could you move the bed and put the seats back in if you needed to yeah. be John's taxi? Okay. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a futon. Okay. Popcorn maker sounds slapping, to be honest. Yeah, it does, yeah. Um, I want a record player rather than a CD player. Okay. But you don't put the records on it. You put them in like it's a CD. So you have to like hold them really obnoxiously and like stick them in and they go in really yeah. slowly then. Love that. Um, do you know... Do you know when you're on a train? Yeah. And you go to the toilet? Mm-hmm. And you flush it, and it basically just opens a hole. Yeah. That's why you're not allowed shit at the station. Because it just opens a hole. What? Yeah. The train just opens and dumps your shit on the floor. No, it does that's why not. You're, that's why you're not allowed shit at the... It's a chemical toilet, isn't it's it? It's not. Are you, are you 100% certain about that? Why do you think it has such an aggressive suck when you flush it? Because there's a chemical toilet under it. it opens a hole... And it dumps it along okay. the tracks. Can you tell me with no uncertainty that that's what happens that's what to happens. your shit on a train? Yeah. Erin Road, Erin. Why would it not happen? Irish Rail. Yeah. Google it. Google it. Okay. While you're Googling that, 
I essentially want a bin that does the same thing because there's always rubbish in my car. So I want a some form of disposing the rubbish that I don't have to do it. Okay. Yeah, well, look, that's a very useful... That's a very useful immunity. Um, I want a really, really, like a train horn when I beep. So it's like you, you're beeping at someone in traffic and it's like just screams at them. Rather, It's not even a train horn. It's, it's, it's a recording of me screaming. Get out of me, weird. Fuck! Yeah, okay, but I like, like that. Right into their face. Um, on the back of it, I want an LCD display that I can type messages in. Like hey, I have always thought yeah. about that. Hey, white Ford behind me, I saw you picking your nose, you dirty cunt. I was more thinking when I was an L driver, you know, I'd be like, please, I'm learning, back, back up. the fuck up. Yeah, I used to think about that all the time. Yeah. Or if I pulled out in front of someone by accident, I'd just write sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't use that button as much. But the other ones? I imagine me on the sorry button all day long. <laughs> sorry, sitting sorry, on it. sorry for existing, sorry for existing. Yeah. So they're the features I would like. Oh my care. Okay. John, I stand corrected. No, this is my source, which I'm not 100% delighted about, but irishmirror.ie, this is an article from 2000, October 2014. Train dumps so much human waste that tomatoes are growing on the tracks. So there was so much human waste went out that tomatoes grew on the tracks. I don't know. Yeah. Now, this is Essex. So I can't find anything about Ireland, but it look happens on all trains. It just opens a hole and throws your shit. Okay, train tracks are famously not going through housing estates. No, they're not. No. They're off the beaten track. Excuse the pun, and they're in like so. It just dumps your shit. Like, what's it gonna? Why would it not do that? Cows and sheep and piss and shit all over the place. Like, cows and sheep yeah. and piss and shit. Fair enough. I thought airplanes used to do the same thing, but they don't. No, and they definitely... <laughs> firing shit into the, the air. Do you know they might? Just shoot it out. Because at that height, like, fucking, there's going to be like nothing by the time it gets down. I feel like that would take the airplane down, though. If no, because like it would be like a chamber where it would, like, close off the access to your butthole, fill this little chamber, open, shoot the shit out, close. Okay. Like a vacuum. I'm going to do some. I'm going to do some research on this. Yeah, if anyone knows, if anyone works for Irish Rail or airlines, Air, Ryanair, do they chemically dispose of your waste or do they fire your shit off whatever country they happen to be flying over? Okay, somebody needs know. to tell us. But trains definitely just let it go. That's just leave it off, like that's off the wall to me. I don't feel very well. So yeah, there's your facts today. Now we started off and pimp my ride, and we landed on the fact that trains and planes. Just shoot shit all over the place. Is that what shoot the shit actually means? I, I don't know. <laughs> right. I heard a thing recently. I can't remember where. Do you know old style houses? The first story of the house. Yeah. It's like protruding out. From the main yeah. house. Yeah. So you could, you could walk along a row of houses under a shelter. Yeah. And back then... There used to be toilets, so people would just fire their shit out into the road. That's nice. And that if you were drunk, you wouldn't be watching where you were going, and you'd end up getting shit on. shit-faced. Ah. Heard that recently. That was like the 
when I found out what daylight robbery meant. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember where I heard that, but I heard it recently. Daylight robbery was, uh, it's a phrase that came from. The tax Brit- on windows, isn't it? British rule, yeah. So if you had, depending on how many, you were taxed per window, basically, under British rule when in Ireland, when Ireland was under British rule. So that's why they called it daylight robbery. But so also. Us clever clogs then made half doors. Half doors, exactly. Because we're clever clogs. Look at us. Look at us. So, I'll get on to Noel DC's and I'll see whether they do respond with us. Please. (coughs) Cosmic paint is the deal breaker there. Okay. You could probably just do that anyway. That'd be fucking expensive. Could it cost me a couple hundred? I don't know. I probably asked. I could probably get, I could probably sort you out. Brian to do it. I know a few people in the industry, you know. I know one person yeah, in Brian. the industry. Yeah. My father-in-law. Yeah. Hi, Brian. <laughs> hey, Brian. Definitely you don't listen. listen. He actually was listening, but he couldn't keep listening because he was at work. Yeah. That's not the kind of at-home activity. No, because there is a child in his house and we are not appropriate. Nightmare fuel this morning. First notification I got when I woke up. My grandmother followed the Instagram page. We don't put anything inappropriate up there, do we? No, but I'm half afraid she clicked on the link and she listened to some. And she's never going to talk to me again. You've only said great things about Kathleen on this podcast. I've only said great things about her, but I haven't said great things about everything else. Yeah, but <laughs> she's spoken to you for more than 10 minutes. She'll appreciate it. Clapping ass. I feel like that's something you your grandmother doesn't want to hear. Honeysuckle. Yeah, it's something she definitely doesn't want to hear. She also is like aggressively aware of where you actually work, so... Oh, yeah, she is. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of which, I was dealing with... No, so, obviously, just as a disclaimer before I go into this story, I obviously do not actually work in secrets. I work in... <gasps> what? I, I, I work in a customer-facing role. Yeah, secrets. Okay. You're usually facing away from... Yeah, I'm facing like away, yeah. <laughs> they see me back and... Backing up on them. But I work in a, in a customer service role. In an office kind of job. Okay? That's my role. Don't be too specific now. <laughs> so, two teenagers came in today. Are they allowed in secrets? Would you stop now for two seconds? Are you right? even old enough to work there? <laughs> 2000. 2000. Yeah, I'm 22. Um, but they, they came in anyway, and one of them was doing some business where I work. And it was a girlfriend and boyfriend. And for the 20 to 30 minutes that I was dealing with them, they whispered and laughed and basically mocked me. So every time, like I said, oh, you brought that, that's the job. And the girlfriend was like, (laughs) that's the job. Like that to me. And I was just like, so I went into photocopy stuff and I was actually standing at the printer and my eyes were actually pricking with tears. And I was like, how am I 20 Two, 27 years of age and these little shits like I technically kind of have my life together I'm married I have a dog full stop so like why are these little shits upsetting me here's the thing okay okay and I'm sure <laughs> that the secrets managers would fully agree with me and I'm aware that sometimes they would happen to hear this. Yeah. And they will agree with me. Okay. And if I were you, mm-hmm. in that situation, 
but obviously I don't have the figure to be working in secrets, right? <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. Go on. <laughs> I would have stopped. Yeah. I know you would never in a million years do this, but you fucking need to. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I went, uh, your custom is not welcome in this establishment. I would like you to leave. And then see how fucked they are when they have to try and see tits in the real world. Exactly. Like, honest to God, I am at a point in my life. So the last time I worked in a customer facing, like a shop. Four years ago? About that. No. Mm. God, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. But now... You wouldn't. Oh my sweet, holy, divine Christ. It, I would lose my job to kick someone out. It's a sticky situation because like you don't like, sometimes I feel like I'm super sensitive. So I feel like, am I overreacting in this situation? No, if someone's being a dickhead. And like, okay, that's one example of someone being a dickhead to you. Yeah. People are dickheads to you often. Yeah. Or like four or five times today. Like I was convinced there was going to be a full moon. Yeah. Yeah. And... Now, if I was like working in a shop, yeah, sweet holy divine Christ, like but you see, like what, what what it actually brought up, and it actually brings me to the my topic for today is what frightened me about it was that like that mere tiny experience of like two people laughing at me, and they were like it was very obvious, you know what I mean? There was no kind of there was no way that they were talking about how funny the fucking background behind me was, you know what I mean? Um, and no matter like. How self-assured I am And how many good friends I have and stuff I was just back being that little Fucking 13 year old That was getting bullied like So weird How you regress But that's all they are Is specs Yeah And like and they, But they weren't just like Young teenagers as well They were 19, 20 18, 19 maybe yeah. yeah So Like the fact that they were doing that I know this is such fucking Harsh shit mm. That I'm about to say to you But it is true Yeah that is a reflection of them. Yeah. You know, it is, absolutely. And after that, after that happened, you finished up in secrets, closed up your ass for the day. Yeah. Put down the shutters. Left Blackpool. Left Blackpool. Is that what it is? Yeah. Secrets is Blackpool. <laughs> left Blackpool. And now you're here where I take the piss out of you. But that's, you see, like, we don't laugh at each other. Sure. Fuck off. We laugh <laughs> with each other. And that's kind of what brings me, what made me think of today's topic. Okay, introduce today's topic before I go ruining it. Yeah. So, what I was going to ask you, and you're going to be like, why you put me on the spot like this? But, what would you say to, so if you could go back and have a chat with 16-year-old John. Christ. Wouldn't get that out of anywhere. (laughs) But he's aware that it's, 27-year-old, 28-year-old John from the future. And you could give this them... This opening remark is going to be like, seriously, did, you, did you ever see a gym? <laughs> it's going to inspire. <laughs> what, like, what piece of advice or what pieces of advice would you give him? Knowing what you know now. Buy Bitcoin. That would be... Yeah. 
Um, buy 20 quid's worth of Bitcoin. Yeah, get a Bitcoin. Buy yeah. a Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah. Ooh, that did put me on the spot, didn't it? Mm. Don't give up comedy. Yeah. Because I started comedy when I was about 16. Yeah. And then the world convinced me I had to get a real job. So mm-hmm. I went working in Dunn's for about 40 quid less a week. Yeah. And hated every second of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> here I am 12 years later back at it I suppose rather than because that question seems to have stumped you a small bit like is there anything there's just so much I know is there anything you go back and like change now I would have kept doing comedy okay I have been working two jobs yeah. for about six or seven years now mm-hmm. at least yeah I wouldn't do that again. Two jobs is crazy, yeah. Um, I definitely wouldn't do that again. Even though I'm still doing it. Yeah. But different reasons now. Is there kind of like a... Is there any particular event that you'd say, okay, maybe I'd do that differently? No. I'm. These aren't loaded questions either. They're just... Here you've won event in mine now. Like, yeah, remember my 18th? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me a fucking Jack, Jack Charlton autobiography. You fucking bastard. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think. I don't think. Like, I don't look back and be like, I regret anything yeah. specific. Mm-hmm. Obviously, giving up on things I wanted to do or things I thought I should do. Yeah. Is one. And spending. The most part of my 20s working yeah, and not getting anywhere really because I was just working two jobs because I thought, oh, I've got free time, what will I do? Yeah. And loads of energy. Yeah. Instead Which of spending, dissipates. Yeah, instead of spending it on, on running it around and stuff, I'll just work. Yeah. Um, I would have went to college. Mm-hmm. You did go to college, but... I didn't really go to college. I did a PLC, like... Yeah, you did though. But the PLC only allowed me to get other jobs. Yeah. I suppose the PLC is kind of a stepping stone like you would have liked to have used it as a stepping stone rather than rather than where you stopped with education. When I was 16, I had a plan in my head. Okay. That the December, and this was my plan since I was about f- probably 15, because mm. I hated school. Yeah. The education system didn't mean no favours. I don't didn't agree with me, whatever. Yeah. But I would, I had a plan in my head that when I turned 18, the December before my leaving cert, I was dropping out. Yeah. Because I didn't need a leaving cert. Mm-hmm. I still haven't used it, but yeah. I would have d- done better. If you had dropped out? No. I would have told myself, you're not dropping out. Okay, okay. Do better. Okay. And I would have done mental health nursing in college. Okay. Because I wanted to do that. I had two career options in my head. One was a guard, and the other was mental health nursing. Okay. And well, I think it's better for all of us that you didn't go with the guard anyway. I'd probably get pulled over less. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would have done mental health nursing in college. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really, uh, it's, it is true when people say that it's kind of crazy that you have to basically choose what you're going to do with the rest of your life when you're 18. But it's funny that I still, like, I reckon at some point in my life, I will go back to college yeah. to do that exact course. 
I think what ends up happening to you when you work is you get used to having money coming in and it's very hard to stop having those that money coming in and then like it's not even like you know you could get a, you could happily live without like having the, the extras coffees and all that stuff like but it's it's your you know loans and like you just become a victim of your circumstance the reason i i this is my probably 11th job i think or 12th job yeah and the reason i've left most of my jobs mm-hmm which is two main reasons. One is there's just extreme lack of progression, despite me believing, rightly or wrongly, that I deserved it. Because people and are very good at dangling carrots, as I like. And in some cases I did, in some cases I might not have, but I thought I did. Yeah. The other reason was that no job I've ever had has been fulfilling. Yeah. That I feel like I'm helping someone here, I'm making a difference. A difference. Yeah. Where comedy does give me that feeling, because I stand up in front of a room full of people and I make their night, or their five or ten minutes, however long I'm there, just a bit better. Yeah. And I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not a fucking paramedic. I'm not a superhero. Mm-hmm. But that, I like that aspect of it. Yeah. Whereas in, like, prime example here, and I'm not fucking doing this to fucking toot my own horn or anything, but I worked in Carefrom Warehouse. Yeah. We had a lot of the customers come into us. Who were deaf. Yeah. So I went and learned basic sign language. Yeah. For a few weeks. And spoke to them. Don't know if that's the right word. Communication. Signed, I signed to them rather than using post-its and writing shit down. Yeah. I learned how to say, hi, how are you? I'm a beginner or I'm a novice at Irish Sign Language. My name is John. And how can I help you? And can I check your phone balance? I just learned a couple of different phrases. Mm-hmm. But their fucking faces. Yeah. When they walked in and they, because they walk up to the counter already frustrated. Yeah, because they, they know it's going to be a difficult situation. Like, they go yeah. straight for a pen and paper. Do you have one? Yeah. And I just go, I can't obviously <laughs> show anyone yeah, yeah, yeah. over the podcast sure. medium, but hi, how are you? Yeah. Can I help you? And they just stop. And they're like, what? Yeah. That's cool, yeah. And... There was another customer who used to come in to me. He had cerebral palsy. Yeah. And he used to come in with his brother. And through no fault of anyone in the shop, okay, because they he wasn't the easiest person to understand in the world. Mm-hmm. But they'd talk to his brother. So he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And they'd only address his brother. But I was like, no, I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. Because he is of sound mind. Yeah. He just has difficulty communicating. And he used to come in all the time, even if he was just passing. Yeah. For a chat. Mm-hmm. And hand in heart, I didn't understand everything he said, but I fucking made an effort. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that nobody else fucking doing great, but that made me feel good. And around that time, you were thinking about going into training and special needs assistance. S- SNA work, yeah, which yeah. I still, every day, I'm like, should I do it? You'd be good at that. You would. You have the patience for it. Like, yeah. You know? My one thing is I want to have a job where I am feel like I'm helping. Yeah, I totally get that. Oh, I do. So I would probably tell myself, but you know what? I didn't do all that. Yeah. And look where it's led me. I'm doing comedy still. Yeah. I'm happy out. I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Some bitch. Some fucking clown at the end of the table. <laughs> <laughs> and if I, if I made other choices, I might not yeah. be here. Mm. And I'm happy here. So 
Yeah. You know, there's two sides to the coin. Yeah, there's always kind of, it is, it's it's true what they say, the grass is always greener, like you're kind of always thinking, what if? Yeah. You know? Um. And if I told myself buy Bitcoin, I'd probably be filthy rich now, but would I be happy? Don't know. I'd say probably, probably. Much, yeah. Yeah. You have a 221 Dacia Duster. And a hot tub. And a hot tub in it, yeah. <laughs> An exhibit driving around with me. <laughs> so, I, great question. Mm hmm. And I really did try to think of a funny answer before I went to what I would actually. Yeah, I know, answer. I know, I know. But, uh, no, yeah, I would. I don't know. I don't know if I changed myself that drastically. Yeah, you don't need to change yourself. It's just uh, like it, it was like an interesting thing today when I was being laughed at, and I like regressed completely back, like probably fifteen years. Like you know what I mean. And, and what did like, you think about telling yourself? I was just like thinking to myself. I was like, I go back and be like, here. You're actually grand the way you are. Like, you don't need to overanalyze absolutely everything you do. You're always going to have friends once you're not fucking shitting all over people verbally, is what I mean. But, like, once you're not fucking mean and horrible to everyone, you'll always have people in your corner. Like, you know? But your overanalyzing brain. Yeah. Okay. Did I hit record again? Fuck me. I did. Jesus Christ. I had, a, I had a minute in my head there. I was like, what a fucking dickhead. But I did. Could you imagine? That was a really good segment. If we yeah. lost that, I would have been like, all right, look, yeah, see you Thursday. Let's just talk about breasts or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your overanalyzing brain is probably good for two things that I can see. It makes you really good at your job because mm. a lot of uh, singles get thrown at you. Exactly. So you, you won't, you, you're you know, always on the Ireland, ball. Euro, the famous yeah. currency that has a lot of singles. Yeah. yeah. Coin, one euro coin. One euro coin's been thrown at you and you're <laughs> absolutely covered up the dance floor. <laughs> covered in bruises. Yeah, when you're working that pole like a fucking builder. I don't do the pole. Oh no? Did you give that no. up? Never. You were saying it was hurting your back, all right. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> even any job, I, I've worked with you in, in, in a couple of places, like, and you, your till was always right because you were mm. never... Make a mistake that way, yeah. And also, when I say stupid shit here, your brain automatically goes to maybe you shouldn't have said that. Whereas my brain goes to, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> boobs, yeah, so yeah. There you go. Yeah, I know it's it's just a different thing. I think like a lot of my issues even now go back to like confidence and things that I allowed others to do to, to do to me in my later teens and early twenties. That you know. And like you, like I went to college, got to third year, had something bad happen to me, deferred, never went back because I took... That sounded really ominous. Yeah. I got my hearing, like, but yeah. I don't want to be bleating on about it the whole time either, yeah, like... <laughs> no. The, I way lost you, the way you said, I have context, but without context, that sounds like someone yeah. kicked the shit out of you and drown, okay. tried to drown you or something. Yeah. <laughs> someone tried to drown me. No, I'm only yeah. messing. I lost the hearing in my left ear. I've talked about it on the podcast before. Okay. I know that not everyone listens, but... I like to Every don't. single <laughs> podcast, but, like, so that happened, and I deferred for medical reasons, and I was meant to go back the following September. I never did. Started working, got the assistant manager's role in Carfin Warehouse, and like yeah, like career wise, some really, really incredible things have happened to me since. And you know, I got very lucky. I got headhunted for the job I have now. Someone came into my last job and offered me the job here. They're like, "Hey, you'd be good at clapping ass." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I suppose, but I would probably go back to myself and be like, "Okay, this thing is going to happen to you when you've just turned twenty-one. Stick with it," you know. Because I always wonder, and I know, fuck's sake, like, as I'm saying this now, I know I've actually said this 
not so long ago on the podcast, but it is probably the thing that fills me with sadness the most in the world is that I never finished college and that I don't know the person I would be had I finished college. You know what I mean? Probably some fucking bitch. I'm telling you. Sure, I already am like, so we might as well see what I'm like with bitch with a degree. Yeah, but now you're funny bitch instead of fucking diva bitch. <laughs> I don't think I have the diva in me, but... um. Good, good question. Yeah. That is a good question. I'd also just be like, stop worrying about going to fucking Weight Watchers. Do you know what I mean? Like once you feel I, happy, I'd like start, <laughs> start <laughs> fucking worrying. But you know, try and create a healthy relationship with food rather than a toxic relationship with food. You know, that would be another thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else I would say? Well, I don't mm. think there is. But yeah, I'd also say to myself. Stop breaking your balls for people who aren't going to care at the end of the day. You still do that. I know. And I, the day that they announced the car from warehouse closed in Ireland, I was just like, what was it all fucking for? Like, the sleepless nights, getting up on a Sunday morning to do a fucking audit of literally every product that was in that branch. You know, the holiday I booked and never got to go on because the person wouldn't give me the time off. The tears, taking abuse from other staff members, taking abuse from customers. It meant nothing at the end of the day. It meant nothing. That's why now, if I worked in... Meteor. <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> any shop, right? Yeah. And someone came in trying to throw dog's abuse at me. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. And yeah. I would happily quit and go to another job because yeah. fuck them. Yeah, you see, it's when you're... I'm here, to, I'm here to take money for people for things and that is it. Yeah. The problem is that, like, once you get settled into a certain salary as well, like, you know, you know, it's very, very hard to, like, like, not, I don't, I don't hate my job, but, like, you were saying a while ago, and, like, I do truly, really like the people that I work with, and that'll never change, because the people I work with at the moment are really good people, really care for each other, and there's no aggro. But one thing I do think about is, like, the fulfillment of it. Like, you know, at the end of the day, nothing I do feels of note. You know what but I mean? You're also only 22. So, like, you have... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose for someone who was born in 2000, I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> yeah. No, you are You are still in your early 20s. Like, buddy of ours, Larkin, Larkin's dad went back to college in his late 40s, no, early 50s. Sorry, the age, reason like I laughed is because you said I was in my early 20s and nearly no. 30. Uh, you're still in your 20s though So like Fuck it like Yeah And I I do believe that someday I will go back to college Yeah Um, Maybe I would like to Yeah I'd like to too Because as again, it stands The only way I'm going to win a house Is wait for my parents to die Or winning on Facebook Like so <laughs> Doing raffles Doing raffles Win a house, house in, in fucking Medjugorje or something <laughs> Medjugorje <laughs> <laughs> Yeah So Yeah Fuck it Let's see Like I'm just riding the wave now and I've been, I've had that mind frame now for about six weeks mm. and I haven't stopped. By God, I haven't stopped. I'm fucking wrecked. Yeah. But fuck it, like, ride the wave. Mm. I actually, so, I, did, I, I have an issue with sleeping. We've talked about it on the podcast yeah, last before. Week, yeah. um, and the waiting list to see the specialist is four and a half years. I'm about eight months into that now. But I haven't slept, I haven't been sleeping well since I was in my teens, like. Mm-hmm. So I emailed the Clonmel Sleep Clinic, I think they're called. Okay. And just see what they say. So I will update everyone. Yeah, see. 
because I imagine it's going to be hilarious. Christ Almighty, like, I just, like, couldn't, you know, for all the stress that I go through and stuff like that, I couldn't imagine what it'd be like if I couldn't sleep, so. Yeah, it's, it's fun yeah. when I get a bit delirious sometimes and I just start saying oh shit. Oh my God, I love when I'm overtired. I'm so weird when I'm overtired. You get so giddy. I'm so weird. I need to do this podcast on no sleep sometime. No sleep and no food. Oh God. No, I'm We'd mangle each I, other. I don't get hangry, really. I fucking do. You do, but I don't. I just can't get a bit like... But you'd get sick of me snapping then. Yeah, and I'd be like, I'm and then you'll either start crying or screaming because you get emotional when you're not, <laughs> when you have no fucking sleep either. I'm always a bit emotional. Yeah, you sappy cow. But it uh, should look, that makes me the person I am. Yeah, so. I suppose. You're a cunt, and that makes you the person you are. <laughs> a bit late on the beat there, but I said I'd throw it in anyway. I think that's my first one that I haven't. <laughs> um, good stuff. Good topic. Yeah, I'm just going to go cry th- in my wardrobe now. Yeah, fuck off. I'll finish up here. Um, <laughs> Thanks to the lab for the good space for crying. Yeah, there's a lovely cry room there. It's soundproof and everything. Like the one in school. Do we have a cry room in school? No, that was a meditation room, actually. Oh, I suppose it's similar. Someone kicked a shoe at the person. So. Uh, okay. In the meditation class. I'm after losing it. Oh, no, don't tell me I closed it, you dirty... Like me last sorry. year, last January. I did, I did close it. Give me two seconds here, I need to find... So, um... You talk away there. Yeah. So l- jo- last week John made reference to the fact that I had an imaginary friend growing up. The imaginary friend's name is Michael Collins. Michael Collins lived in a place called Pods Cross between Tower and Blarney along the windy road there. And whenever my mum was doing her shopping in Super Value in, Bal- in Blarney, which is now a centra, I used to pick up the payphone and I'd be ringing Michael Collins. Michael Collins, my imaginary friend, if you're out there, and you're listening to this podcast. Is there any chance you'd let me know how you're getting on? Um, I don't know whether I was referencing Michael Collins, the famous clan man, or was I talking about the man who went to the moon? Recently, he didn't go to the moon. Michael Collins didn't go to the moon. You sure? Oh, well, he didn't get off the. You didn't get to go get off the rocket. <laughs> Recently, Tom and I were in Inchidani and there was a bird, a dead heron on the beach. And as we were walking up to the car from the strand, I said to Tom, who do you think we'd call in Inchidani to get rid of that bird? Like, what would you do? And Tom said, now bear in mind, Inchidani is near Clannacilty. Tom said... The bird fella. <laughs> who was who he? No? Michael Collins, the big fella. Okay. <laughs> I laughed a lot. This last one I want to talk about, I found it, right, is... I did great there. You did, you fucking trooped I on. Usually I, tur- I turn around to take a sip of my fucking drink and you shit the bed like you fucking... I just said I'd come out with two, two random ass stories, like, you know. Um... So the bird fella, like Michael Collins, the way they'd call him, the big fella. So I have here <laughs> the worst life hacks. Oh, yeah. 
of all time. Unreal. So I know you probably have a few. Maybe you don't. No. But I do. Okay. So here's the first one. Are you tired of boiling water every time you make pasta? Instead, boil a few gallons at the beginning of the week and freeze it for later. That's really good idea. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Fantastic. Oh, my God. I was reading through these and like, <sighs> are you a non-smoker but feel left out when your friends go for a cigarette? Start carrying sparklers around instead. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll have a reason to ask them for a lighter. Eggs. Eggs are really healthy and should be the foundation of your diet. But you don't like the taste? Add cocoa, butter, flour and bake for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's a solid piece of advice. Oh my God, these are just the best. If you sleep until noon, you only have to pay for two meals a day. <laughs> yeah, I've been living on that wave weekend-wise for seven years. Batteries dead in your smoke alarm? Hang microwave popcorn up, and when it starts popping, get out of your house. That's, yep. <laughs> and always be fully clothed when you go to bed as well. Smell gas at home? Locate the suspect leak by striking a match in every room of the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There was an episode of Grey's Anatomy where a guy was on an oxygen uh, mask. He had the, you know, the two prongs in his nose. And he was like a smoker and he was just lying in the bed and he spoke, he sparked up a fag and everyone was like, ah, and the, whole, the hospital like blew up. Jesus. Yeah. My, um, on my mother's side, I do believe, there was a relative of my mother's in hospital. This was years ago. Mm. And she vividly remembers, your man was like, or your one, don't know was like in a coma or something okay. and they all just like they had an ashtray on her stomach and they were all just standing <laughs> around smoking. People used to smoke on planes and everything. Yeah. The supermarket one always gets me. That people would be going around they with used the to trolleys be ashtrays smoking. on the trolleys like. You sure even do think about it the fucking the cigarette lighter in the car. Yeah. They're still in cars like. It's funny how you'll only ever call it a cigarette lighter when you're talking about a car. Have you ever noticed that? So like it's just a lighter everywhere. Yeah, so like if it's in a car, you'd say, oh yeah, I've got a cigarette lighter here. Whereas like if you, if you someone was a smoker, they'd be like, give me a lighter yeah, there. Can I buy your cigarette lighter? Give me a light. Um, so my least favorite one of those when someone says, dragon. yeah, oh, That's go right. fuck yourself. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> I've heard Dom say that to you a few times just to wind you up. Yeah, he does, yeah. Here's one for you. If your car is making an unsettling noise, what do you do? Turn up the radio. Till it disappears. Um, when you're cutting a bagel in half, put your finger through the hole <laughs> to stabilize the bagel so it doesn't roll around. It keeps it nice and steady. That's a good idea. I actually had a bagel for my lunch today. I made myself a bagel. Isn't that a weird no, coincidence? No, Shinzo over there. Well, yeah. Do you know I'm still doing the thing where I'm buying the ingredients for my lunch and making myself a lunch every day? I had a pot noodle yesterday for the first time over 12 years. I thought I was fucking Gordon Ramsay. What you put into it? It was just a curry pot noodle. Oh, yeah. Boring. Here's another one you're going to love. If any, if people keep asking you for help, mm-hmm. just start carrying around puppies so your arms are always full. Oh, I would love that. It would help me with my, my chronic need to help everyone. Yeah, you just have puppies. You have to call them. Pro tip. 
If you stir coconut oil into kale, it makes it easier to scrape it into the bin. <laughs> that seems like one for you. <laughs> Fact about it, like. Are you having a shitty day? Put on some sunglasses. Now you're having a shitty evening. <laughs> if you're lonely, fill up a glove with warm water. You can hold it like a hand. Oh, my God. I am right back in the depression era. Uh, alternatively, cut your t- your bread into the shape of a hand. And when you put it in the toaster and it pops out, you can high five it. <laughs> <laughs> If you want if you want to turn your drink into a diet drink, just push the little button on it that says diet on the top of the lid. <laughs> That's a very good one. Do that in the cinema when you have three liters of coke. Yeah, it's a diet. I was actually watching a TikTok yesterday. You know those TikToks where somebody has like a really expensive car and the guy goes up to them and they're like, what do you do for a living? You know, yeah, have yeah, you seen yeah. those yet? Yeah. So this one, this girl was driving a Ferrari and they went up to her and they were like, what do you do for a living? And she was like, I'm, an, I'm, pr- I'm a professional cuddler. And they were like, what? And mm. they were like, is this, is this strictly platonic or what? And she's like, yeah, no, nothing sexual about it at all. But I do cuddle people, men, women, whatever. Um, and he was like, how much do you charge for that? And he, she was like, for an hour, 300 euro or 300 US dollars, whatever. She like brings home, she takes about 300 grand a year or something crazy. I, that, I just pulled those figures from my arse now as well. I'm not sure what it is, but she's driving a Ferrari like so, you know. Yeah, there you go. People will pay for it. Would you tell if you paid money? If you paid three hundred euro to cuddle someone, would you tell anyone? No. Yeah, I would Plus, either. Uh, I know Adam O'Donovan. Free cuddles all the time. Yeah, he's the best hugger. Yeah, and he says I'm a good hugger. I never hug you. No, we don't hug. We don't hug. That's not our thing. Langers and girls don't touch. Um, <laughs> add a bit of magic to your cold by putting glitter in your mouth before you sneeze. <laughs> You're grand. You, you okay? Composing your language that goes with touch as fact. <laughs> Learned that in fortune school. <laughs> well, Lard is recovering there. I'm going to keep going. If your phone screen is too small, put it in a glass of water and it'll magnify the screen. That's okay with the... Every phone's like waterproof now. Yep. Uh, a tip for saving money. If your child is turning between the ages of one and five, just don't tell them. <laughs> Sorry. You, uh, if you're going to the bathroom in public, you can discreetly cover up your poop sounds by continuously screaming at the top of your lungs. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Uh, here's a good one. A slice of red onion in your DVD drive on your computer is an all-natural way of preventing viruses. <laughs> you're parked somewhere you shouldn't be, put your wiper blade sticking up in the air so they can't put a ticket under it. Yeah. Tell the guy in Balancolic that. Yeah. <laughs> Retread your tires easily by just drawing on new t- treads with the Sharpie. I like that. Yeah. I'll take that on. Um, dress for the weight you want, not the dra- weight you have. So just wear really, really small clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Having trouble finding parking? Turn on your hazard lights to make yourself immune to traffic laws and then park wherever you want. People do that anyway, though, don't they? Yeah. 
Throw on your hazards, you can park fucking anywhere. If you don't have a a, a torch handy, right? Okay. What you do is someday when it's sunny, take a picture of the sun, okay. and then you can just open the picture and use it as a flashlight. That's a when very you're good idea. Yeah. yeah, ten out of ten. Um, if all your cups are dirty, just cut the top off a pepper. You can use that as a cup. <laughs> Imagine, like, Tom comes back from a gig at, like, one o'clock in the morning and I'm sitting down, like, watching Modern Family on the hi- on the couch. <laughs> drinking a cappuccino out of a fucking Drinking pepper. a cup of tea, a, berry, a cup of berries. And I, he walks in, he's like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, Jesus, the tea tastes a bit off. And he's like, yeah, that's because you're drinking it out of a fucking pepper. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's supposed to be class. You came with a lid and everything. Just like keep it warm. <laughs> Why do you like peppers? Because they came with a lid. <coughs> if you're in a rush in the morning... Save time by just putting toothpaste on your toast. That's actually brilliant. That's, yeah. Is that signed off by a dental hygienist or anything? Uh, I'm pretty sure this was all written by a doctor. Oh, thank um, God. Yeah. Uh, this is from if WebMD. If you're not disabled, but you want to park in a disabled spot, buy a BMW. <laughs> yeah. Some of the worst parking I've ever seen has been done by Fuck. somebody who drives a BMW. Yeah. Always take random pills you find sitting around because drugs aren't cheap, so you really can't afford not to. That's um, that probably describes most of people's college experiences. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, I know we're just coming out of the winter, but it's still rainy these days. So, life hack: use condoms as homemade waterproof socks. That's actually a great idea. Or a pot noodle. Or a pot noodle. Um. Here's a tip just for the boys. Put a pee stain really low down on your jeans and people will think you have a long penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. If your glass is nearly empty, just tilt it to one side and it'll look fuller. <laughs> That's the way I've been trying to live my life for the last <laughs> 18 months. I'm just trying to tip my glass a small bit to make it look uh, fuller. Don't spill any... Just make it look like I'm stable. If you're opening a fizzy drink, if you turn the bottle upside down, all the gas goes to the bottom of the bottle and then it won't escape and you take off the cork. That's great, actually, yeah. I'm going to try that right now. Use frozen vegetables when you run out of ice. (laughs) Do you know what? That's not a terribly bad idea. It's not. (laughs) I've done that with frozen fruit. Are you on a budget? Use post-its instead of cheese on your sandwiches. <laughs> Make your car almost twice as fast by changing it from miles per hour to kilometres per hour. Yeah, that works. Or you could lean forward. <laughs> and make the noises. <laughs> um, here's an easy way to lose weight on the scales. What are you saying? Sit down when you're weighing yourself. <laughs> on the scales. <laughs> <laughs> on a chair, on the scales. Um, never lose your keys again. Get your nose pierced and just hang them from your nose. That would hurt like a bitch. But uh, I agree. Fire extinguishers are easily damaged. To keep them safe, put them out of reach. Like the Gabrielle song. Does she have a song about... Out of reach. Okay. Okay. Always inform people you're carrying a gun by pointing it at them. Yeah. They'll usually leave you alone. I love these hacks. Do so you? So much. So much. 
If your coffee gets cold, just put the cup on the stove. Heat your coffee up. <laughs> if your iPhone doesn't come with a headphone jack, just drill a hole in the bottom of the phone where the headphone jack should be. That's a great idea as well. Yeah. John, remind me I have one more thing to mention before we finish up. You w- Today? Yeah. Or just in, just in general, like? N- I want to fin before we finish up the podcast. Here's the last one. It's another breakfast hack, okay? Okay. In a hurry in the morning, make a ho- hot cup of coffee and then just put an egg in it and it'll be boiled or cooked by the time you're done your coffee. Would it scramble it or what, do you reckon? Boil it. Boiled egg. Oh, sorry, put a the whole, whole egg. egg yeah. All right, okay. They are... Our life hacks for episode 26. Okay. Definitely going to try and find more. If any of our creative people out there can think of any... Yeah, send us in your life hacks. I'll put a poll thing up on the gram at Pod. Before we finish up this week, I have a story to tell you. Something you're probably aware of if you follow me on social media. So I was at work yesterday and I was aware that Teddy was being looked after by my mom. So she was collecting Tom first before, and she was bringing him somewhere. So I was working away, whatever. I looked at my phone, and I see I've received two messages, both with photos in them. I was like, what the fuck's going on? So I thought, cute picture of Teddy. That's what I thought I was opening. No. What I got were two pictures of my mother and my husband wearing matching T-shirts. No. When I say matching t-shirts, I mean the fabric, colours and everything were the same. Tom's was short-sleeved. Pattern. Pattern was the same. Everything. Tom's was short-sleeved and Mam's was long-sleeved. So it looked like they were part of some weird team. But as I said on my Instagram, my mother and my husband wearing matching clothes was not on my 2022 bingo card. (laughs) And they looked... So happy. It was hilarious. Thrilled a bit. Like. Yeah. I'll actually, po- I'll actually post it with, on Monday when this po- podcast comes out. I'll post it on our story because it was Horrific. honest to God. So fun. But they loved it. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to bring Tom now every evening and make sure we're not wearing matching clothes the following day and all this. So she's fucking weak for herself anyway. <laughs> One thing to finish out this week's podcast. Do you want that to be the final note? Because I have one thing here as well. Okay. I have. We'll one each. Okay. Okay. I just read a funny tweet earlier. It was a conversation on BBC Wales. Okay. That's not now. That's not a radio station just for Wales before anyone thinks that they don't just play music into the water. The country. The country Wales. Wales, Yeah. So a caller calls in and says, I live in America now since the 80s, but I'm visiting family in Wales this week. I thought I'd ring in. The host says, why did you move from Wales to America? The caller says, I actually moved because of a woman. The host says, who's the lucky lady? The caller says, Margaret Thatcher. (laughs) (laughs) Who's dead? Excellent. Isn't it? That is fucking gold. (laughs) That tickled me. (laughs) I can't. So because it's our 26th episode, I said I would reach out. The olive branch to Bono. But he texts me. 
Okay. So last night he was booked to do a gig in Cork and everything because he said he was going to be down this way. Um, uh, him and Mary Black are going to be playing uh, outside Fast Al's in Oliver Plunkett Street. But the gig was delayed and they both ended up in the green room and they had a fight over half a packet of custard creams. And there was words exchanged and I, I heard it got a bit physical. So um, In a good or a bad way? In a bad way, in a bad way. So he's actually power washing her Nissan Micra as an apology. <laughs> So he wasn't able to make it in today. Could he do that at night now with sunglasses? Only at night. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. The shine off would be too much. Yeah. They used to make those Nissan Micras pure shiny. like Pure shiny. Her one's a 06 as well. It's fucking glowing. Fuck. Glowing. Unreal. Yeah. Peak. So, here we are. 26 episodes in. Um, How do you feel about turning 23 this year? It's a bit scary. <laughs> the it? fact that I'm... Possibly, well, I'm not turning 23 this year. I won't turn 23 till next year. Because I'm turning 22 this year. I was born in 2000. Okay. Yeah. So I don't You're turn 22. Yeah. Okay. So I'm 21 currently. Sorry, my math was a bit off. I turn 22 in September. Okay. Mm. Where that leaves Tom, I don't know. Uh, on a list. On a list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Stop playing together. Since Ten years. Since you were <laughs> twelve. 12. <sighs> Sorry, I mean, Tom. Hey, yeah, I mean, bad exes that would have gone that way. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much <laughs> to everyone. I need bottle shades. <laughs> Thank you very much to everyone who's joined us this far on. We are delighted to have made it 26 weeks. Why that's important is because it's half of 52 and it's 52 weeks in the year in case anyone hasn't put it together. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. Here's to the last 26. Here's to the next 26. Vit Hitch, you're a bunch of fucking pricks. We're going to go find alternative sponsorship. Do you know what we should do? We should get like two really fit people to pretend they're us and all <laughs> the social media. <laughs> we get three of them just in case. Match up or <laughs> and <laughs> we could post on social media, make those two people us, and then Vit Hit might sponsor us. Fap it, bastards. <laughs> fucking absolute. Let's stop buying Vit Hits oh, yeah. from this week. Yeah, yeah. Over. Fuck it. Vit Hit is over, party. Hashtag Vit Hit Vit is Hit over. Is cancelled. Hashtag yeah. cancel Vit Hit. Sue's anal bum. <laughs> And I want you to let us know as well. Wait, so you've got two pieces of homework. You three pieces. Oh, you've got a couple of pieces of homework. We've asked for a lot this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go back over them because I definitely don't forget one. But here's more homework. Tell one of your friends to listen to the podcast. Spread the word. Spread the Langow love. <laughs> okay. Now don't touch them off each other. The Langow and the Gowl. Dangers and Gowls are made of touch. Langers and Gowls don't touch. Spread the love. Just tell one other person you know who you think might enjoy the podcast. It would really help us out. Secondly. I forgot what the other one was. Give us movies to watch. No, that's, that was way ages ago. I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> way ages ago. That was, dude, that was way ages ago, <laughs> man. Um, West Coast Customs are not your friends. Go to Noel DC's instead. Yeah, they'll give you a better pimp job. <laughs> they'll pimp your ride for you. I, I can't, can't end till I remember what the second thing was. One was spread the love. Two was... Oh, give us your life hacks. That that was way ages ago as well, man. That was like two minutes ago, John. 
It's homework I have for you. Oh, yeah. And we'll do a poll of this on Facebook as well. I'm not on Facebook. Fuck it. What am I? 86? <laughs> <coughs> well, um, you're not like me who's 22. Yeah. Keep dreaming. Let us know what has been your favorite moment of the last 26, five, six episodes. Yep. We want to know. And we always want your suggestions of what we should talk about, what we should cover, games we can play, um, shit like that. Friends we can make. Yeah, yeah, okay. Loves we can have. Loves we can have. Let's just end it now. Now. <laughs> you just fuck off. <laughs> Bye, guys. I still can't find the stop button in a second. It's okay. It's there somewhere. That's what? Why is Audacity open? I hope that somebody listens to this fucking podcast. To this podcast, you do leave all these bits in at the end. Cut and sometimes depends on how good they are. You leaving this one in? Maybe we'll think about it. Okay, Susie and Bum. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Langer in the Gown. If you have a moment, please leave a review for us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to get in touch via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, we are at Langolpod. If you want to send us an email, you can email us on langolpod at gmail.com. I've been the Langer. And I've been the Gold. Go fuck yourself.